0: I'm your host, certified life coach at Catholic Mom, Danielle Tienal. In the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, let's get started. Hi there, everyone. What is happening? You listeners are so amazing. I mentioned in a previous episode that I would tell you of some reviews if you posted any on Apple Podcasts, and I am so excited to say that I've received a few, and I want to share a couple lines from them to get started today. I do so not to be prideful for my own doings in producing this podcast, but to show how one little gesture of kindness that you do for someone else has reverberating consequences, because your review may just spark another mom to actually listen and then get benefit in her life too, and on and on. So thank you to those who have already subscribed, rated, and reviewed, and thanks in advance to all who perhaps will. So one reviewer whose name is Alligator Family, I'd love to know the story behind that one, says that, She's been offered tools to help with her struggles and looks forward to tuning in weekly. And another one named, Listen to Me, says, It's just the right amount of time for receiving some uplifting, positive reinforcement for getting through my day. And the last one I have to mention honestly didn't come through as a published review, but as a direct message. And honestly, it cracked my heart wide open with so much joy and gratitude when I read it. I just had to share. And that message read, I am not a mother, nor am I a Catholic, but I pulled several things from your podcast that helps my situation. Oh, oh my goodness. How amazing is that? Yes, this work helps all of us humans because we all share the same humanness and same brain. Oh, You guys are so sweet and it totally motivates me to keep going and inspires me to be thinking of ways to help you as much as I can. So let's get going on more life coaching and more ways to intertwine our faith with these life coaching tools within this crazy busy life of ours. Today, let's talk about having peace and being deliberate with feeling it about our lives. Let's talk about not only finding peace in all things of our life, but dropping the need to sustain or maintain it 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Because one, that's not possible. And two, more importantly, learning the formula to return to peace once we lose it is a more realistic, doable approach. Because let's be real here, mamas, we lose our peace. And we lose it because we are human. I know many times the expectation from our families is to be superhumans. We are looked at to be all things to everyone, to be fully prepared all the time. Know everything that is going on in our children's heart and mind. Maintain a house, a job, a strong marriage. Be an example of a holy woman so we can get our children to heaven, etc., But truth is, we are human too, and we yell at our kids sometimes. We forget to do things sometimes. We mess up sometimes. And like every human on their way to the eternal life, we too need mercy and forgiveness, just as all humans do. So today I want to talk about what peace actually is, and most importantly, how to get back to peace of mind quickly and efficiently when we lose it because we will. So what is peace? Peace is defined as freedom from disturbance, tranquility, the absence of mental stress or anxiety. Peace of mind is freedom from war. It's having law and order, harmony, or calm and quiet. Peace is the absence of worry. Doesn't that all sound so nice? Yes, it does. And it is totally available for you to create in your life, despite how your past experiences and your current mindset might be telling you. Pieces is a feeling or also called an emotion. And feelings start in the brain and continue as a vibration we experience in the body. So because of their origins we can say that feelings are caused by what we think. You may have not really looked at it this way before. Just believing your feelings are involuntary and are caused by circumstances that take place outside of you. It's actually the norm of what we've been conditioned to know. But in fact, all feelings, including feeling peace, peaceful, are caused by a thought we have. For example... When something happens outside of you, say, your child says they don't feel good. Before you feel worried, there is a lightning fast other step that takes place. You have a thought about what your child says. So in this example, when your child actually utters the words to you, mom, I am not feeling well. You then have a thought, and maybe the thought is, oh no, I don't want my child to be sick. And that thought, which is just a phrase that you choose among many possible phrases to think, could cause a feeling of sympathy in you. Or you might choose to think, I don't have time to deal with a sick child today, which perhaps would cause a feeling of frustration for you. But in both cases, it is the truth that it isn't having a child tell you he or she feels sick that has caused you to feel, in this example, sympathetic or frustrated. It's actually what you chose to think about it that brings on your feelings and emotions. When I teach this truth, this concept that thoughts create your feelings, to my clients and they really start to understand this connection, then they want to start changing their thoughts immediately. I mean, after all, who wants to continue to feel awful when they could change their thoughts to immediately feel better, right? Well, it's not as simple, though it does work occasionally, I admit, and the possibility to, to change a thought for immediate results is for sure an option, but the first step really needs to be simply to increase your awareness. Paying attention to your thinking and noticing what you're feeling is not something most people do on a regular basis. This is a new and oftentimes mind blowing revelation that has to be looked at and questioned and have repeated, much like exercising a muscle again and again to build its strength. So too, we must realize why we are feeling what we are feeling, purposely decide on if we want to keep these thoughts and feelings, and if not, then we must practice our thinking patterns, become conscious, and deliberately choose ourselves how we want to feel about all things happening in our life, which will then bring on a lasting change. This is why understanding how you are thinking, which is directly causing your feelings, is so important to explore. Because if you want to feel a certain way, happy, excited, motivated, grateful, joyful, balanced about your life, etc., then you must focus your thinking in a deliberate way, on purpose, with purpose. Getting to the cause of your feelings and choosing on purpose what to think is the way to create the feelings you want to feel, like peace and joy. And so when we are not feeling peaceful, maybe we are restless, uncertain, anxious, guilty, and worried. These are then key indicators that we are out of peace. And we call on our knowledge of how to make tweaks to our current feelings to regain our peaceful feelings. So I spoke on an earlier episode about how every single thing we do in our lives is because of how we think it will make us feel. And everything we don't do in our lives is because of how we think it will make us feel. Well, we think we will be proud of our children once they graduate with honors or when we finally pay off all the debt we have, then you'll be able to feel free. When we have a certain amount of clients in our business, then we can feel like it's legit. Or run a marathon, and then you'll feel accomplished. But it's never the thing, the bank account, your kids, your business, your marathon medal that make you feel legit, accomplished, free. It's what you choose to think about it all, yourself, yourself the goal, other people around the subject, just so many thoughts that will always be what brings on the feelings and emotions you experience. So feelings are very important. They matter so much because of how you will then show up for your life as a mom, as a daughter, as a friend, as a wife, or how you'll not show up. Let's specifically look at generating peace and how to regain a feeling of peace when you are out of it, even what others would call something, quote, negative is happening and someone would say that it isn't a peaceful situation. Let's say you receive an email from your children's school saying your child's school is closing for the rest of the year and your kids will now all be learning from home. This example is a quite real example for many of you right now, which is why I chose it. When you receive the email that states, as of October 1st, the remainder of the school year will be conducted virtually, you have many choices of thoughts to have about the email. You could think, there goes my freedom, which creates a feeling of restriction This was supposed to be the year for concentrating on me, which can create the feeling of disappointment. I don't know what I'm going to do about work and childcare, which creates a feeling of confusion. And then possibly you might choose to think the thought, I really don't want to have my children at home, which for many creates a feeling of guilt. One situation or circumstance. You read an email. One choice of a thought produces one feeling, and then you, of course, had a whole bunch more thoughts that brought on different feelings, and it all becomes a reactionary, unconscious result for you. So let's take a look at what it may look like if you, on purpose and with purpose, decide you want to feel peace about this situation. What could you think instead? because it is in your total control to generate the feeling of peace by your thinking. What could you choose to think when you read the email that notifies you that your children will no longer attend school physically, but will be at home learning virtually? You could choose to think, it's possible this may be easier on our family dynamics right now. Or, I wanted to try homeschooling and this will be a good trial. Or, I now won't have to worry about the higher risk of exposing my child to COVID-19. And then there's the choice. God has got this and he will give me strength to pave our way through this challenge. The point being is that there are endless ways to think about your current situation and each way of thinking will create a different feeling for you. In knowing this, you can get really curious, especially when you are not feeling peace about why you aren't. And the answer lies in your choice of thinking and believing, which is totally optional. I want to repeat that one. What you choose to think which creates an emotion in you, is totally optional and up to you to decide. You and you alone. Am I telling you to choose thoughts of peace every time? Of course not. It may serve you to not feel peace in certain situations. I just want you to know that the choice is there for you to decide. Lastly, today I want to talk about feeling Christ's peace. Yes, we just got finished talking about our role in our feelings, but as faith-filled followers of Christ, we are told in Isaiah 26, you will be kept in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee. I ask God to direct my thoughts each morning before I get out of bed. I ask him to help me to turn my thoughts to him and his will and fill me with patterns of thinking that would be closer to his way instead of my human ones. We all won't be able to sustain a feeling of peace while living on this earth. It's not what the human experience was meant to be for us. We were meant to explore an array of experiences that fulfills our earthly purpose, and this includes positive and negative experiences. But God did give us free will and a chance to choose. So on one hand, we have this incredible power— that I touched on today, which is the power to choose any way of thinking about life that you want. And secondly, I offer now that the path to a perfect peace, an everlasting feeling of peace, which is sustainable, is a grace given to us and demonstrated through us by Christ alone. So to recap, peace is a feeling. Our feelings are caused by our thoughts. We get to choose on purpose whatever we think about everything. So this means we can generate however we want to feel about any situation, positively or negatively, whichever serves you well, and there is an everlasting peace that surpasses all of our understanding that can be found through Christ our Lord." Have a great week, everyone, and don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of the Peaceful Mind Podcast. Are you ready to take everything I teach you here and put it to work for your own life? To really learn how to have peace of mind no matter what is happening around you? If so, I'd love to have you as a client As your coach, this is where you'll get personal and focused time on your own mind using life coaching tools, concepts, and proven life transforming wisdom all through a faith-filled lens. To learn more about how we can work together, come on over to danielletienel.com. There, you'll see how to sign up for a free coaching consult and learn how to get started. Until next time, peace be with you always.